Welcome to a U School podcast episode for parents, where we partner with you to explore the most pressing dynamics of raising kids to be healthy, happy, and wise. We offer short episodes with actual exercises to download so you can do meaningful, relevant work on the most important project of your life. Contact us if you'd like to bring in one of our speakers to your school or organization to lead interactive workshops for you and other parents in your community. Well, hey, everybody, this is Scott Schimmel, and today's podcast episode is specifically designed for parents. Here's the story. I was speaking to a group of teachers recently. One of the teachers came up to me afterwards and said, hey, can I share something with you? And I said, sure. Usually I'm bracing myself for some sort of critique over my grammar when I'm presenting to a bunch of teachers. This time she said, I was listening to what you had to say about how we have an adulthood problem these days. I had been sharing that there's all this research coming out that the thresholds that we would normally consider that a healthy adult would have are being extended into way later than previous generations, mid to late 20s, up to mid to late 30s, where we would all collectively say, hmm, that person looks like and is acting like an adult. I'd shared something like that. Teacher comes up to me and says, can I share something with you? I say, sure. And she says, my son is 27 years old and is still a child. What do I do? That's the setup for this. Whether you are listening and have kids in a similar scenario, kids that are still at home, and you're wondering if they are ever going to leave the nest, ever going to sprout their wings and go off on their own. Or maybe you have uh, little kids, preschoolers, uh, elementary age, babies. Regardless, one of the things that I talk about, my wife and I talk a lot about for our kids is, are we doing this well? Are we doing this right? Nothing can get deeper into, I'll speak personally, into my fear and my anxiety than my own parenting. Sure, I might crash and burn financially. I might not have the best looking yard in the neighborhood. My career might take a nosedive. I might get fired. There's all these different ways to measure success in life. But when I look at my kids and who they become and the kinds of people they are, not much else can get deeper, deeper into our fears, deeper into our ego, deeper into our sense of legacy and meaning on this earth than our own kids. And if you notice, like I have, that we have an adulthood problem and you throw things down, recognizing that life is hard these days. kind of layer on top of that technology and the emerging reports about how technology and screen time is literally rewiring our brains. When you think about the economy and you think about the state of the uh, political world, when you think about how uh, crazy costs of college, uh, when you think about even youth sports being hyper ridiculously competitive, and kids aren't playing outside anymore, kids aren't being kids anymore, AP tests, uh, mental health issues of teenagers that have tripled over the past decade. A lot of stuff is going on for us to say, man, life is hard these days. Growing up is hard. What this episode is about is helping your kids become and develop resiliency, becoming resilient. And the quote that we're going to start off with comes from a child psychologist named Sarah Duke, and she said, 
the ones who know a lot about their families tend to do better when they face challenges. Resilience. It's that ability to face challenges. It's that ability to not get totally knocked down. It's that ability to get back up. It's the ability to handle stress and complexity in life and continue to go, continue to survive, and even thrive in the midst of challenges. As a parent, that is certainly, and I'm sure you would agree, something that I deeply want for my kids. And so what does it mean and how do you actually build resiliency in your own kids? We're not going to talk much about this, but the main thing you can do as a parent from research, from common sense, to help your kids become more resilient is for you to become more resilient, for you to build resiliency and to handle challenges and stress and complexity well. That's the most important thing you could do. Model and demonstrate resiliency to your own kids. What does that look like when it gets stressful, when it gets noisy, when uh, work hits, when the uh, bathroom sink floods, that you enter into that challenge, when you handle that challenge like a champ, with calmness, with emotional control, with almost a sense of, well, this is a new challenge. I wonder how we're going to get through this. A sense of optimism. Not, not uh, where you're numb out to things, staring at your phone, grabbing a glass of wine. That's, that's numbing out. That's not healthy resiliency. That's disengagement. What I'm talking about is uh, engaging challenges, facing challenges head on with a come and get me kind of attitude. The second thing, so that's number one. If you want to build resilient kids, you become resilient yourself. Number two, though, if we're actually going to get practical, and that's what this, the rest of this episode is about, if we're going to help our kids become more resilient, it goes back to that quote, the ones who know a lot about their families tend to do better when they face challenges. It's about where they come from. Do your kids know about where they come from? Peter Levine, an author on trauma and trauma-proofing your kids, said this, resilient strength is the opposite of helplessness. That's what, uh, helplessness is the state of being overwhelmed, crushed by challenges. I'm helpless. Resilient strength is the opposite. And he used this metaphor of a tree. He says, the tree is made strong and resilient by its grounded root system. These roots take nourishment from the ground and grow strong. It's about their environment. If you want to fix a tree, fix a plant, you alter its environment. It's the system that it's growing in. Grounding, he says, also allows the tree to be resilient so that it can yield to the winds of change and not be uprooted. You can imagine this, right? When it gets windy, at least in Southern California, we have these Santa Ana winds in the fall, and they blow down trees, the trees that do not have strong root systems, the trees that don't have depth to them. And so the point that we're talking about here is in order to build resilient kids, they need to have deep roots. They need to know where they come from. And so we're going to call this episode Growing Deep Trees. Now, what we're talking about is your kids knowing where they come from, your kids knowing their family backstory. Now, I don't know about your family. My family, we've got some unique characters, to put it nicely. We've got some interesting folks on all sides of the family tree. We've got some folks that we don't exactly know what the problem is. We don't exactly know what the issues are, what their problems they've been facing. But you wouldn't look at them and say, man, they, they certainly are doing well in life. Some families 
have a lot of secrets. Some families uh, have a lot of black marks in their past. Uh, there's the cousin that went to prison. There's the uncle that no one has seen. There's the aunt that no one talks to. There's, uh, there's the divorce. There's the addiction. There's the stuff that's going on in the background where you come from. And many families, the way they handle that past is by not addressing it and by not talking about it and never naming it. And the weird thing is, as kids, you remember this, and you go to a Thanksgiving dinner or holiday celebration, and you can just sense that things are off or wrong or hear people whispering. But some families, many families, I would say, most families, depending on your culture, uh, just hide that stuff. Uh, pretend that it's not there. Uh, dismiss it. Relabel them. Name them something else. But never really name reality. What we're going to suggest to you through this research and through our common sense practice with thousands of families is that you actually sit your kids down and tell them about where they come from. Tell them everything. Of course, be age appropriate. You're not telling preschoolers about addiction. But when they get into the teenage years, high school, and into college, sit them down. Sit them down and tell them about where they come from. And so this episode is about growing deep trees by sharing your backstory with your kids. And what I'm going to recommend to you, particularly as this episode is going to drop and and come out live uh, in the middle of December, is that you would use the natural rhythms of the holiday break especially if your kids are still in school or your kids are coming home for the holidays, you would use a moment, a half an hour, an hour to leverage your position of authority as parents and make your kids sit down and listen to you (laughs) as you talk about where they come from. And if you want to get into uh, uh, 23andMe, if you want to get into family uh, tree graphing, you might have somebody that really gets into that. Awesome. If you want to pull out videos and photo albums, even better. And I'm going to guarantee you, your kids will roll their eyes at first, but they'll be engaged as you tell them the stories about where they come from. And so you might even wonder, as a source, and we're going to give you a worksheet if you want to download from the show notes, a PDF worksheet that you can use to test, almost like a test. Do you know, do your kids know this? Do your kids know about how and where their parents met? Do your kids know about where their parents grew up? Do your kids know about the relationship that their parents had? Do they know about what was going on when they were born? Uh, do they know who in the family they act the most like and resemble? I know I've been called different uncles' names my entire childhood, my entire life, because I act like different uncles. Do your kids know the source of their name? Do your kids uh, know the lessons? that you've learned about life. Your kids know about their ethnic heritage and their culture and how it's influenced the family story. Your kids know about the schools you went to, the neighborhoods you grew up in. Your kids know about the family traits. So you might even make a timeline, uh, a timeline of your family story. And and we've learned that there are four key uh, components in terms of building your backstory. And I'm gonna share them with you now. Number one, the foundations of their backstory, the foundations of the family story. These are the fixed elements, the skin color, the culture, the times and places, the facts and figures that go onto the timeline. Do your kids know that? We met here, we moved there. Uh, Your uncle was from this (laughs) family. Uh, Your grandpa went to this war. 
Do they know the foundational elements of their family story? Those are the, the details. The second part is their character. Uh, so who are the characters in your family? What is your, what is your family like? What's the personality of your family? Are they big and loud and yelling? Are they quiet? Are they respectful? Are they successful? Are they lazy? What, what are the unique characters, characteristics of your family? And your kids are interested in that. Your kids can actually share that information, the observations that they've made. And another one is moments. We talk about foundations. We talk about characteristics and the characters. And then moments. The moments are the things that your family's been through. The moments of pain, the moments of uh, love, the moments of finality, when somebody died, when somebody moved, when somebody met. Uh, it's the connection moments. It's when we felt most together. It's the funny moments that your family tells. Do your kids know the funny moments, the life lesson moments, the different moments that have shaped on your timeline of your family story? Do they know those things? The bankruptcies, the foreclosures, the times you moved into this place, then moved from one neighborhood to the next, the time that somebody got arrested. Do they know those moments? Share those moments with them. And then finally, and this one's the, by far, I believe, the most important. If you're going to give your kids a deep sense of where they come from in their family story. The last part of the family story and the backstories of frames. What are the frames, the lenses that your family sees life through? How does your family see things like work and money and being a neighbor and what makes a good uh, family? What makes a good friend? What does love mean? What, what, is, uh, what is rest? What is beautiful to your family? What is good? Uh, what are the frames that you've been passing on that you inherited and that you're passing on to your kids? This is the one that takes the most thought. The timeline can be kind of easy to stitch the facts together, but it's the frames about this is, this is where you come from. These are the kinds of people that you come from. This is how we see life and the world and love and family. What are the frames of the family that they're coming with? What we'd recommend is that you spend a little time on your own thinking about the family backstory, maybe even doing a little bit of research, making a couple calls, putting a couple stories together. Maybe, like I said, pulling out some videos, some birth videos, some wedding videos, putting that all together. If you're, if you're really handy, you can make a slideshow. What I'm going to ask you to do or ask you to consider doing is sitting your kids down over the holidays and saying, we're going to do and talk about our family backstory. We want, we want you to know where you come from because if your kids know where they come from, they're going to be able to handle challenges. They're going to be able to know they have deep roots. I come from a people who, and the, the tone of the family backstory that they have it might be this very uh, redemptive story. We used to be this, but now we got that. Or you might have a more of a bitter family story. We used to have this, but then we lost that. Or if you like most families, you're going to have a very fluctuating story. We went here, then we went there. We had this, and then we lost that. The, but then we got this. The fluctuating story goes back and forth, which is life. And if they know they come from people that have endured through the challenges of life, and they continue to, to push forward, continue to love, continue to handle challenges, your own kids are going to be able to handle the challenges of the moment, the complexities, the stressors uh, better. And so take the time. 
because the story that your kids write and tell with their lives is, no matter how much we think it's not and hope it's not, it is a reflection of you and me, the parents. So make sure that you're being deliberate, intentional, that you're taking the lead to sit your kids down and share with them about the kinds of people that they come from. Share and tell them their own backstory because the story that they tell, the story that they write with their lives can be a great one. And so as we end every episode, this is your story. This is your family. This is your family story. Don't let anybody else write it. <laughs>